This is a production of KMMedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... You sometimes paralyzed by fear and unable to make decisions. Are you worried that whatever decisions you make won't be good enough? Are you frustrated that your anxiety is dictating your life? Are you always physically exhausted, battling chronic pain because your nervous system doesn't remember what it feels like to be calm? You may be dealing with insomnia, negative self-talk. Well, enough of negative self-talk. We've got a great gal who's going to talk to us about all of that and how to avoid that in your life. And her name is um, Lauren Fonville, and she's going to be with us in just a second. But before we go there, I have to go talk to Eric real quick. How are you, young man? Hey, I'm doing fine. How are you today, sir? I'm really excited. We get a gift of summer near the end of the week. I, I know. Feels like we're just going to skip spring and jump right to summer uh, with highs in the uh, mid to upper 70s this Friday. So, wow. <laughs> and, uh, it's, it's like, surprise, here we are. Yeah, exactly. So now you got to dig out, dig out your summer clothes from the bottom of the uh, uh, cabinet or the of your uh, dresser, wherever it is, <laughs> because it's going to be nice and warm. I guess so. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's been cold all spring, so this will be really uh, kind of a you know <laughs> something to get used to real quick. Yes, and then of course on Sunday it goes back to the fifties. Ah, well, so there you go. They're just teasing just a little bit. Everything good for you? Absolutely. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing the show today. Well, I got to tell you, uh, you and you are a pretty uh, together guy. So I don't think this happens to you a lot because I've known you for a long time and, and you're you're pretty you're pretty calm and you and all that kind of stuff. But there's a lot of us that have problems and don't really know how to go and get them fixed. And and Lauren, that's what she does is she helps people really get uh, in touch with themselves, and she's got a particular uh, scientific way of getting that done. So we're going to talk to her for the hour, and I'm really excited to have her here. Lauren, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm really excited to be here. And so do you feel paralyzed by fear? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> there have been times in my life, yes, that I have felt very paralyzed and stressed out and overwhelmed. And I think most people have. I think I think we'd be fooling ourselves to to say, you know, that that we haven't experienced stress and anxiety. And if you haven't, uh, you <laughs> you are one of the very few lucky ones for sure. Well, the only people that say that they haven't experienced that are lying. Yes, because yes. it is a part of the human experience. Exactly. And it's, and it's part of our energy system. And uh, if you're not aware of what our energy system is and the seven chakras and countless other meridian points in the body, um, then you would have absolutely no idea what we're about to talk about. But we're going to educate some folks. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's the work that I do is really all about figuring out what tools and what modalities you can use so that you can feel better in your body and feel more at ease and learn how to regulate your, your nervous system so that you aren't in that state of fight or flight. 
which we are because there, I don't know about you, but there was a time when we got chased by big animals out of our caves and, mm-hmm. and stuff when flight fight or flight was a very, or by the tribe next door, or some, somebody else who was trying to hurt us. So that was a very uh, good thing to have in our toolbox. Yeah. But, and it still is right. So that part of the brain that controls fight or flight is, is controlled by the amygdala. And I always tell people that that part of the brain is there to protect us. So, you know, there can be situations, hopefully not bears chasing you, although sometimes you'll see those <laughs> those videos on YouTube of people being chased by bears. But, you know, in a situation where you may need to fight back, you may need to run away. And so having that alarm system in your brain is helpful in those situations because it's sending cortisol into the bodies and, and so that you can react and that you can uh, fight back and run away at, as needed. But the problem comes in that when you're talking about stress and anxiety, that alarm center in your brain can be going off constantly. And when that is happening, there is a whole lot of cortisol, which is the stress hormone that's pumping through your body on a regular basis. And that is not healthy. And so being able to know how to to regulate that and kind of turn that off and reduce that cortisol is what these different healing modalities that I use with my clients are all about. You know, one of the reasons why I do this show is because not only am I interested in educating um, the listener and the people that, that are taking the time to listen to the show, but I also get to educate myself. Now, I've heard of the left brain. Mm-hmm. I've heard of the right brain. Mm-hmm. But you said a amygdala? The amygdala. Yes. The amygdala. What the is, is that? that? So that is the what we call the alarm center in the brain. So I for those that can see this on YouTube, I like to I like to demonstrate it with my fist. So if we pr- pretend that the fist, that my fist here is my brain and that the my knuckles here, the front part of my knuckles is the front part of my brain, my forehead, right? That's the prefrontal cortex. That's where we make our good sound decisions. So information comes up the brainstem to the prefrontal cortex, and that's how we make those good sound decisions. Now, when we're in that state of overwhelm or stress or anxiety, what happens is information is trying to come up the brainstem, but we're going to pretend that my thumb, which is tucked inside of my fist here, which is the amygdala, is firing off that alarm system, right? So the information is coming up the brainstem, but it can't access the prefrontal cortex because that alarm system is firing off. And when that is firing off, what is happening is that it's sending cortisol down into the body. And cortisol, like I said before, is that stress hormone. So in that, those situations where we're trying to you know, make a good decision, you, you've probably experienced this before. Maybe you've been so stressed out, you've been so overwhelmed, or maybe you're dealing with so much physical pain in your body that you can't think straight, right? You're so stressed out. It's like, ah, you might even say to yourself, like, I can't even think straight right now. And that's literally because you can't, you can't because the information that's coming up to try to get to the prefrontal cortex can't get there because this alarm center is activated and going off and sending that cortisol into the body. So what we're going to be talking about today a little bit is tapping or EFT, the emotional freedom technique, which is a tool that helps to send a message to that amygdala, that alarm center in the brain and say to the amygdala, hey, amygdala, you do not need to be firing off right now. You do not need to be making all of that cortisol. And so as that, as you tap on these different points of your body, it starts to send that message to the amygdala saying, hey, 
you can calm down and then slowly that prefrontal cortex comes back online. So now the information can get to that area and you can make those good sound decisions. They, they talk about this and they say, it's like, oh, you flipped your lid, right? Like you just, and they say that because that part of the brain, you can't access that part of the brain where you're making those good sound decisions. And so when we're stressed and anxious and overwhelmed, we cannot access that. And that is not a good place. That's not a good place to be, right? And so learning how to combat through a variety of different tools, what we're going to talk about today with tapping, but also with breathing exercises, uh, with movement and, and, and regular physical exercise can all start to reduce that cortisol. And tapping in particular has been shown to reduce cortisol by up to 43%. And that's a really big number. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So <clears throat> the amygdala, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about that because does it, is it reacted because it's triggered by something? Is it just there because it, 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 it gets so used to be, to being alive and, and firing off that, that what, what causes that whole thing to start and happen? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it, it's triggered. I mean, I mean, like we talked about, it's that part of the brain is there to protect you, right? And to so that right. you can uh, fight back in those instances where you need to or run away, or play dead, right? Like, that's why that part of the brain is there. But I think that as we have evolved as humans, and we have, you know, all of this technology that we've got going on, we have so much going on around us, and that that stress can can trigger that. And that alarm is going off, which is then sending all of these hormones into our body. And so while it is there to pr protect us, we need to also be able to learn how to regulate it ourselves or, or recognize when you're in that state of stress and overwhelm that that's not healthy. And a lot of people, unfortunately, you know, that has become the norm, that state of stress and overwhelm they don't even necessarily realize that they're there because that's what they're experiencing all the time. It makes me think of, you know, your shoulders being up by your ears or you're re always ready. You're always like ready to, to, <laughs> for whatever's coming next. And it's like, let's just take a deep breath <laughs> and let it all, and let it all go and, and come back. Yeah. Well, there are some people who would say that stress is a good thing. It's how I get stuff done. If I didn't feel stress, I wouldn't be able to get all the stuff I got to get done at work and then go make dinner and do all that stuff and then collapse when I get to bed. So I love stress. What would I, you say to them? I mean, I think, I think that there are healthy levels of stress, but I think that when it's a constant, I don't think that that's, I do not think that that's healthy. And, um, and, and I think our bodies can, can vouch for that, right? Like when you are under constant stress, oftentimes there is a physical response to that. And so when I ask that question to, to my clients, like when you're stressed out, where do you feel that in your body? Most people have an automatic immediate reaction to that question. How they have an answer to that question. A lot of the times people will say, oh, in my neck and my shoulders, I, it's always so tense in my neck and my shoulders. Or some people will say, yeah, I get, I get migraines or, you know, stomach aches, whatever, whatever it may be. And, um, and obviously that's not healthy. Right. And the, the idea is that it's not just stress and anxiety that we start to feel physically, but it's truly any emotion that we don't allow ourselves to feel anger, sadness, overwhelm. Those are not comfortable emotions. We don't enjoy feeling those things. And so as humans, what we tend to do when there's an uncomfortable emotion is that we shove that stuff down 
and then we distract ourselves with something else. So maybe you are throwing yourself into your work. Maybe you're throwing yourself into um, onto the couch and drinking a few too many beers after work, right? Whatever. Yeah. So you're avoid to avoid feeling that uncomfortable feeling. But I think we all know while that distraction can help you in the short term, in the long term, it starts to build up to a point where it's going to come out in some way. And sometimes that's physically through through physical pain in the body. And sometimes it's emotionally, you know, having a meltdown and <laughs> taking it out on loved ones that don't necessarily deserve it. I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't me, honest, it wasn't me. But uh, no, I, I, I get it. And, and stress over time has a debilitating effect um, as as it continues to be high, doesn't it hurt the body in in a lot of ways that are just you know yeah you get your shoulders um, tense and stuff, but can't it affect your your heart and your 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 all all of your um, systems that are operating in the body? Yeah, I think it, it it can affect the whole body absolutely. And if you're someone who's been dealing with stress for for years and years and not really uh, and just pushing through, right? That idea. And and I think society puts that on us, like push through, power through, keep going, right? And then what happens? We do that until we get to a breaking point where it's like, okay, I'm just going to keep going. I'm not going to listen to this pain in my body. And then it gets to a point where you can't not listen to it. And so one of the phrases I always like to say is that we need to listen to our body when when she whispers so we don't have to hear her scream. Because nobody wants to hear their hear their body scream. And I do think, to your point, that, yeah, it can affect the whole body and all different parts of it. I don't want to hear her scream either. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very bad day when, when she's screaming. Uh, Eric, I think we've got a question in the comments, don't we? Uh, Amber Smith says, what if you feel stress in your chest, in, in your heart? Well, I, I would suggest go, you know, like, go to the doctor. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Of course, right? If you think that there's something like really physically wrong, of course, always go to your doctor. Um, but if you, you know, a lot of the time, people, my clients that that come to me, they come to me after they've tried all sorts of different things. And perhaps they've gone to the doctor for different, you know, pain that they're experiencing in their body. And there is no answer as to why they're, they're experiencing that they're being told, you know, you're healthy, everything looks good, you know, you shouldn't be in pain, but these, you know, your pain is real. And so if you're feeling stress in your chest and in your heart, through this practice of EFT, the emotional freedom technique, which is this gently tapping on certain points of the body while acknowledging the emotions that you feel, um, we can start with the physical sensations. And I think that that can be helpful to a lot of people because people are very aware of the physical sensations more so than the emotional ones. So the way that that would work is we start by just saying all of the stress I feel in my chest and you're tapping on the points and you're saying the about, you know, you're describing the sensation that you're experiencing. And what happens that as you do this and as you're tapping on these points, which by the way, the points that we're tapping on are the end points of the meridians. The meridians are how energy moves through the body. So similar to acupuncture, but instead we're doing acupressure and tapping on these points. No needles. No needles, right? It's like <laughs> no needles with this. Just all you need is your is your fingertips. So you tune into the sensation. So in this in this situation, you would tune into the physical sensation you would feel in your chest. And I would ask you questions like, 
what does that feel like? Does it feel tight? Does it feel like you have a heavy weight on your chest? And then we would use those words as we as we tap on the on the points. And you would notice, does does the sensation change at all? Does uh, does another thought come to mind? Because a lot of the time, kind of what we were uh, beginning to talk about before is that we have these emotions, right, that are attached to different experiences in our lives. And when those experiences uh, and emotions are uncomfortable and we don't enjoy feeling them, we shove them down and we ignore them. And so when we get to that point where we're physically experiencing them, this is a time to then really kind of peel back those layers and hold space for those for those feelings. So you can kind of get to the root of what's really going on. So when I think of chest, like chest pain, sometimes it's like probably, you know, heartbreak um, or or grieving that that can be going on that maybe you've tried you've tried to avoid feeling for a really long time. And it's figuring out what is really there and holding the space for it and, and really allowing yourself to feel it. Aren't they discovering now as much as medical science is discovering energy, which they're not really working at very hard, but aren't they discovering that your heart is an energetic muscle that, that impacts you in a, in a myriad of ways. And that's where your, as an example, that's where your love is, is stored. Mm. Am yeah. I correct? Yeah, I mean, I I would definitely believe that to be true. Um, you know, the definition of emotion is energy in motion. So it is this idea that our emotions need to need to move. They can't be stagnant. And I think when we shove the stuff down and ignore it, and that there's that stagnancy with with it, and that's when you know that pressure begins to build up. And, and that's what I, that's what that makes me think of with, you know, especially with the, with problems of the heart, right? Like that, that the heaviness that you feel um, when there is, when there is heartbreak. I know a lot of people in the, in the course of my life that rather than deal with genuine emotions, they take the time to stuff them down and then they pretend to forget about them. Right. But over time, uh, they show up. They can't. You can't just stuff them down because eventually they're going to show up in another way because your body's trying to get get you to be to feeling better, and you've got to move the energy, and so it can become a self fulfilling prophecy, can't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, learning how to feel the feelings is a really, really important part of healing. You have to feel it to heal it. You can you can try to run from it, right? Like I just get this image of my mind in my mind of someone trying to run away from from feeling the feelings because it's so uncomfortable. Um, but if you allow yourself to feel it, if you invite in that feeling, and you sit with it for even just ninety seconds, it begins to shift. And if you think about how much energy you waste trying to run from it and shove it down and not feel it. That if we allow ourselves to feel it, then we can move through it. We can grow from it. And there, there's a lot of beauty that can come from that. I've been told, actually very recently, that, that um, energy that our body has the ability to deplete energy quickly or to grow energy quickly. Mm -hmm. um, is, that, is, that, is that, am I close? Yeah. I mean, I would say, I, I would say that that's true. And I think, you know, 
our mindset has a lot to do has a lot to do with that. Um, you know, when you're when you're thinking that the, 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 our thoughts create our feelings and then our feelings create our actions and our actions create our results. And so if we have the, you know, the feeling that today's going to be, or the thought that today's going to be a great day, I'm going to get, a, I'm going to get a lot done. I'm going to do all these things, right? You heading in with a positive attitude. It's a lot more likely that you're going to get that stuff done instead like of having the thought like, oh, I have so much on my to-do list and I'm not, I'm not ready to do it. I'm just exhausted, right? So it's asking yourself questions like, what would I need to think for this to be possible today? And I think, um, I think all, of, all of our energy stuff really does start with, with our mindset. And that's one of the reasons why we call this positive talk radio, because I like to bring people on who can explain to us in a really succinct way of why it's important, not just, you know, I get a lot of, oh, you're doing a hairy, you're a fairy show and it's, it's just uh, puppy dogs and, and, uh, and roses and stuff. And it's no, that's not it. It's a way of being, it's a way of living that you can change everything about who you are and your relationship with the planet, other people, your friends and family. Uh, that's, that's why we do this. And that's why having somebody like you here is really, is really cool to help explain it in a real succinct, positive way that people can then understand and go, oh, it's not all that woo-woo stuff I've been talking about. <laughs> right. No, I mean, there's, I think that's part of the reason why I love the emotional freedom technique so much, because there is a lot of science behind it. There's a lot of studies that, that have shown the benefits of it, um, from being able to help reduce physical pain in the body, reducing the amount of, of anxiety that you're experiencing. Um, Dr. Peter Stapleton, who is one of the big researchers who's located over in Australia. Uh, she's the one who did that study that showed that the cortisol reduction through tapping was up to 43%. I mean, that's such a big, such a big number. There were studies that were done um, on how tapping can help with PTSD. And they did this study with a group of veterans who had all been diagnosed with PTSD. They taught them what tapping is, how to tap and tapped with them once a week for six weeks. And by the end of that study, 90% of the participants of that of that group had a reduction in their PTSD symptoms. And then when they checked back in with them three months later, and then again, six months later, the reduction in the symptoms was still there. So, you know, it's, it's a really powerful practice because what we're doing through this act of tapping on certain points of the body and really speaking out loud and acknowledging how we're feeling, we're really beginning to create these new neural pathways in our brain because our brains have this plasticity. So even though maybe you've been thinking a certain way for forever, your brain has the ability to create these new pathways and, and think differently. And that's a beautiful thing. And, and that can be really powerful, especially in that example of, of these, these veterans who were experiencing PTSD to be able to really change their lives and not be, um, not be triggered by, by certain things from their past. So it's pretty amazing. I think, I think you're right. And one of those things is that military people, because of what they've seen, tend to go through PTSD, but there are all of us, many of us, doesn't have to be a wartime situation, right. but many of us go through PTSD because of situations that have arisen in our lives. And so we, and we won't, we don't even recognize it. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Because I would say, you know, on some level, I think you're right. We have all experienced trauma and, you know, some of it, it some of us, it's yes, really big, big trauma and other people it's, you know, that little T trauma. But, um, you know, I think we've all had experiences and traumatic experiences on some level in our lives. And, um, you know, if it, when I think of it, you know, it's like those memories that you have from the past that bring up that feeling of like, Oh, like when, even when it's like years later and you, and you, um, you know, you, aren't having to deal with it currently, but you have this memory of something that, that pops up in, in your mind and it just brings on that feeling of like, oh God, no, like that icky feeling. Tapping can help to reduce that so that you so that you feel better. Isn't that cool? Cause because mm-hmm. all of us have got all of us have got something that happened years ago, weeks ago, whatever, that uh when they we bring it up it's like, ugh, that's yeah. that, that was really a bad day. And, uh, in, or a bad week or a bad month. I like to, I had what I call, um, my bad country music song period, which was four years. And in that period, I'm sure that I experienced some PTSD mm-hmm. uh, of that. And I have done tapping and it does help. It mm-hmm. really does. We're, by the way, we're talking with Lauren Fonville and we are going to return. By the way, if you want to go find out more about her, you can go to Mind Shift with Lauren com and you can find out all about her her services what she does you're very smart by the way and oh. when, we come back, when we come back from this break which we need to take um it's just a couple of minutes folks so just stay with us i want to get more in depth into the science behind tapping mm-hmm. and how it really can work for folks and then if somebody wants to give us a call um that is experiencing a situation that you can help with that would be cool too um, yeah we could do some live tapping I, i'm game for that <laughs> very good by the way you're listening to positive talk radio on kknw 1150 a.m and remember we added a new day on friday at three o'clock on kixie 880 a.m so you need to go we're on now monday wednesday friday friday uh, so at noon on Friday here and then at three on Kixie and then also Monday, which is the show with from three to four and Wednesday from four to five. You can also catch all the replays on um, positivetalkradio.net and Lauren's episode will be there shortly. And if you go to YouTube right now, you can watch her live. She's and she's worth watching. She's very pretty. So uh, <laughs> very smart. It's all at the same time. So uh, we need to take a break and we will return in just a moment. Take it away, Eric. Hello, everybody. If I could have your attention, please. I have an important announcement to make just for you. As you may know, PTR is heard and seen on radio, KKNW, and now Kixie, several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and stay there forever. 
Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. And welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. It's a Monday afternoon. It's going to be hot on Friday, and that's good for us. But it's also hot right here, right now, because Lauren was with us and she is by the way i gotta tell you i gotta ask you you've been doing this a while you're very very proficient at this ah yes i i love tapping you know and i i came to it because of my own my own journey with with dealing with stress and anxiety and trying to find natural ways to to feel better and then when i found this uh and, you know i thought it was weird so if you're listening to this and you're like oh this idea of tapping on yourself to feel better is weird know that <laughs> you're not alone i was there i totally i totally thought it was weird too but I, it was also at a time where i had tried all sorts of things to feel better and um and i was willing to try anything and and this kind of just came to me in a in a group uh, coaching program and it was a complete game changer and i just kept studying it and went on to get certified to share it with other people so yeah i've been i've been um tap well i got certified about five five years ago now yeah wow so you've been doing this a while mm -hmm. and and you're very good at it and you, and you make it simple i like it when people make it simple because i'm a simple guy <laughs> uh, and it, it, it works really well for me and by the way if you have got a question for lauren if you want to give us a call you can do that because we're live on kknw right now so if you want to give us a call at 425-373-5527 or 888-298-5569 we would love to have eric talk to you and then you'll talk to us and you can talk to lauren and she can help you understand perhaps a little bit way a little bit better way of doing it because if you go to the doctor and you say, I'm all stressed out and I've got, they might give you a pill. Mm -hmm. And that's not necessarily the best way to handle these things because everything has consequences, including uh, antidepressants and all that kind of stuff. And this can help with that, can't it? Yeah, I mean, I would say, you know, I'm definitely not against medication, but um, I think that 
there's always tools that you can incorporate in with uh, with your with your care. You know, you never want to just stop taking medication that you know you're, that you're on with obviously without talking to your doctor. But this is a holistic approach to helping you to reduce stress and anxiety. And unlike a pill, this is really helping you to get to the root of why you're feeling the way that you're feeling because a lot of the time we don't we don't necessarily get to that. We know that we're not feeling good. Sometimes sometimes it's situational, right? You Something might have recently happened, so you know that you're feeling sad or anxious about this particular issue. But sometimes it's just an overall feeling of anxiety, and you're not even sure why. Um, and it's typically layered. And a lot of the time, it does have to do with things that happened in our childhood. And, you know, sometimes we're aware of those things and sometimes, sometimes you're not. <laughs> and, um, and this is a tool that gently helps you to really explore that and, and figure out what's going on so that you can feel better. I get to talk to some of the most unique people on the planet. And, and I think this happens a lot to a lot of us. She was abused uh, when she was a kid and she forgot it for 20 years, mm-hmm. buried it so deep that but it it manifested itself in lots of different ways uh until it actually came back up again at one point but that's that's what we kind of all do we kind of bury stuff we don't want to think about it and stuff and so it becomes a easier for us just to bury it but that long term isn't the right thing and i particularly want to talk to people that self-medicate mm-hmm. um when you are feeling badly and then you decide you um, to want to take something and it becomes a problem for you and, and stuff like that. Or, you know, it can cause all kinds of addictions and that kind of, and this, this can help you. It's, it gives you something concrete mm-hmm. that you can do that isn't hairy fairy. Hairy fairy. That isn't all woo woo. It's, it's actually based in science mm-hmm. and that's, that's what I like about it. So, so if, if I were to come to you and say, all right, Describe to me what is exactly tapping. Yeah, I would say when I and I I kind of alluded to this a little bit before. So I would say EFT or tapping. So those are they go interchangeably emotional freedom technique or tapping. Sometimes people also refer to it as psychological acupuncture, right, or acupressure. It is this practice of gently tapping on certain points of the body while simultaneously acknowledging the emotions that you feel. So you're tapping on these points, you're speaking out loud, and you're you're saying how you feel. And doing so helps you to uh, really hold space for for the emotions, so that um, so that you it really can helps you to to feel them. And when you do that then you can move through them like like we talked about as opposed to stuffing them stuffing them down so we tap on these points which as i said before are the end points of the meridian so if you go to an acupuncturist they take tiny little needles and they put them in at certain points of the body and those points that they put them in at are the end points of the meridians and the meridians are how energy moves through the body and that's really common in Chinese medicine, right? So it's, if you went to your doctor and had a scan, there, there's not going to be any meridians that show up on the scan, but it is something that is widely accepted in, in Chinese medicine. And it's this idea that our energy can get stuck. And so by tapping on, tapping on these points, it helps to 
get that energy moving so that you begin to feel better. And then like we talked about before, it also helps to reduce the amount of cortisol in the body and cortisol is that stress hormone, so that you can then think more clearly. And when you can think clearly, you make better decisions and you obviously all around feel better when when that's the case. Making sound decisions requires you to be all there, at least for most of us. And when we're stressed and we're not thinking straight and stuff, it makes it hard. Mm-hmm. It makes it hard. So, so I highly suggest that you, they give you a call at mindshiftwithlauren.com. That would be, and she and she can help you in a myriad of ways. Yeah, yeah. I see here that Amber asked a question: Is there, is there a heart tap? And so, with the practice of EFT. Um, we tap on, we tap on certain points. And if you want, I can go through like where those, where those tapping points are for people. Might be Uh, helpful. Yeah. So the first point is on the pinky side of the hand and you can tap on either hand, whichever, you know, feels best for you, or you can switch back and forth. And then the next point is right in the center of the head, the crown of the head. And then the start of the eyebrows on both sides, the sides of the eyes under the eyes, under the nose, onto the chin crease, right below the collarbone on the fleshy part on on both sides. And then you so, you know, uh, there isn't necessarily a heart tap. But this, this point here, you can do both hands on the collarbone, or you can bring bring one hand to your chest. And it's kind of, you know, covering your heart and you're tapping on both points, under the arm on the side of the body, and then the back of the hand between the pinky and the ring finger. And so if you are having, um, like Amber was saying earlier, you know, stress and um, and chest, chest, you know, maybe tightness, right? It's not like, oh, you just tap on one point for that particular issue. Or if you're somebody who, you know, has a different problem like migraines, you don't just tap on one point. The tapping is, uh, this is a protocol. So you're tapping on all of these points. Of course, if tapping on any of the points is bothersome for whatever reason, you can skip over the point. That's that's not a problem. But you would just use all of the points going from point to point for any particular issue. Um, so there, while there isn't a specific point for heart issues per se, it's just all of the all of the points. Now when you work with person or somebody, do you also talk to them about the things that may be going on that they're stuffing deep down inside and help them bring that to the surface. Yes. And so that's a very organic process, right? So if, if you're aware of what's going on or what maybe, you know, this, if you had a physical pain in your body, let's say, and you know that it happened around the same time that perhaps you left your husband, right? then yeah, you can, you can, you know, maybe you have a correlation of those, those things in your mind. A lot of the time people come to me and they don't have any idea of what's going on. Um, And so we start with the physical sensations, uh, like we were talking about earlier. And then I, I, as a practitioner, my job is to ask questions, right? So if we're talking about, um, you know, how Amber was saying stress in in your chest, I would say, if that sensation that you're experiencing in your chest could talk to you, what do you think that 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 sensation would say? Um, I would also ask questions about like, it, how long have you been experiencing that that sensation? How does it make you feel that you're having to deal with this this issue? You know, does it bring up? Are you frustrated because of it? Do you feel angry because you're having to deal with it? Um, 
and kind of go th go through all of that. And the answers to those questions then begin to lead us down a road and you never know where it's going to go because sometimes saying something, you know, saying something that to answer one of those questions out loud then brings up another memory and maybe it brings up something that happened in your past, right? And and you so you really begin to connect the dots and that's what this is that's what this is all about. What do you do for folks that have recurring of the same thing over and over and over again is it is it kind of like uh I, I give you an example if in your life every relationship that you've ever had has ended badly mm -hmm. because of the behavior of the other person um and you get angry with them but you stuff it down because there's nothing you can do about it and you don't want it to to affect you on an everyday your everyday life um but it becomes a pattern how do you help somebody that, uh, that develops a pattern like that? Yeah, right. So that just kind of makes me think of that idea of like a hamster on a wheel and they're you're just exactly. running around, running around, running around. And so tapping definitely can help you with with breaking that breaking that pattern. Um, and so it's would first start with, you know, how are you feeling that you feel like you're you're stuck in that pattern? And maybe the answer to that is like really angry. Right. And you would use words like that. Even though I'm really angry about this, I love and accept myself. Even though I'm so angry, this is my situation. That's how it is right now. Even though I'm so angry and I don't know what to do about it, or I don't know why this is happening over and over again, right here, right now, I'm acknowledging it. And we're going to just allow yourself to feel that anger. And so we would continue tapping. I'm so angry. I'm so angry. And then I would ask, like, if you feel that, do you feel that anger in your body? Where do you feel that in your body? Does it make you think of anything else? All of this anger. And so you're just tapping on it, working with the practitioner, continuing to, I would be continuing to ask you questions. And so as you move through the practice, you're really tuning into how you're feeling physically and then also emotionally and noticing what sorts of thoughts are coming up. And then, you know, it just leads so one thing at a time leads to the next thing. And, and oftentimes you don't even, you don't have any idea where, where it's going to go. And, and my first experience with tapping was much like that. Uh, I was very surprised by the things that, the things that came up. Um, but, you know, when I was, so I had mentioned, I found this at a time when I was dealing with a lot of stress and anxiety in my life. My uh, husband is in the military. We ha had uh, unexpected news that he was going to have to deploy again. And I started having panic attacks. And uh, in addition to feeling anxious all the time and the panic attacks, I also had a really bad flare up of my TMJ. So for those of you out there that have TMJ, I can totally relate. And it is often, it can be exacerbated by stress and anxiety. So that's like uh, in the jaw where, you know, sometimes it's hard to eat certain foods because um, if they're too hard or even open your mouth, your, your jaw can get like locked uh, shut. So um, uh, when I found out tapping could help with physical pain in addition to the anxiety, I went through this whole process. And so much like how I'm talking about, the practitioner was asking me questions about the sensations I was feeling, how it was making me feel. And it started off, I was really frustrated that I'm having to deal with this pain. Then, then that frustration really turned into anger. And I was angry at the dentist because 15 years prior, I had had my wisdom teeth removed and he dislocated my jaw to get my wisdom teeth out, which is what 
triggered. Wow. <laughs> right. And so I did not, you know, I didn't even know that I was still anger, angry and hanging on to like all of this anger. Cause again, I, it was like 15 years before. And so then um, that anger turned into this feeling of betrayal. I felt betrayed by the doctor because I didn't know that he was going to do this. And so as I'm, you know, I'm sharing this with the practitioner, she's continuing to ask me questions. When we got to that feeling of betrayal and I was tapping on how I felt betrayed, I had a memory pop up of, of how I was betrayed by a friend. And so in my mind, there's no relationship there. Like I, that has nothing to do with my, why I'm feeling stressed right now, right? Like this unrelated thing. But because the, the practitioner was like kept kept encouraging me to share what was going, you know, what I was feeling or what I was thinking. I said, well, I just had this memory of a, of a friendship that I was betrayed by the friend. I don't think it's related. And she was like, no, we're going to tap on this. <laughs> and, and so then we tapped on how I felt betrayed by the friend. And then that ultimately led to me feeling sad that that friendship had ended. And then she asked, so in the beginning of the session, she asked me to rate my pain on a, on a scale of one to 10. And I had said I was about an eight. And then at the end of the session, she asked me to check in with my pain and I was all the way down to a two. And that blew my mind because I had been doing all sorts of things to try and mitigate the pain in my, in my jaw. And to me, that made it abundantly clear that there was an emotional component to this physical pain that I was experiencing and all of this anger and betrayal that was being stored in my in my jaw. And so while I will say not everyone's first tapping experience is going to have like that that big of a difference like like mine was, that was my experience. And that was why I was like, okay, this is weird. <laughs> I don't really understand what's happening, but I am feeling a lot better. And that's awesome. <laughs> so that's why I, I really got hooked on it and, and have not stopped tapping since. I imagine that if in your line of work that you have somebody that, that um, comes in and says, no, I'm, I'm fine. I just don't feel that. And by the end of the session, there is an avalanche of emotions that overwhelms people until they understand it. But in order, the first step is um, to bring it out and to understand what it is. By the way, I wanted to thank you and your husband for your service to our oh, country. Thank you. Thank you. And I want to point out something that, that I think is overlooked a lot. When a guy's de deployed, it affects his family. And the wife is the one who ends up picking up the pieces, keeping the house running and everything working, which in and of itself can be an extraordinarily stressful situation. So I want to thank you for the work that you did as well as your husband. I appreciate that. Thank you. And did you find that to be true? Oh yeah. I mean, dealing with the deployments is a very, it's very stressful from the pre-deployment and preparing for it, the actual deployment where they're gone. And then, you know, the, when they come back and kind of getting reacquainted, re that whole, that whole process, you know, it's a, it can be a doozy for sure. <laughs> and, and again, I just want to say thank you for, for all that you, all that you did there and, and for your husband and he came back fine, right? Yes. Oh yes. He's back. And oh yes, he's fine. That's good. Yes, he is very good. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, if somebody wants to get a hold of you, they go to your website, right? Can they get yes, a hold of you? Mindshift, yeah, mindshiftwithlauren.com. I do have a free masterclass where I go into 
lots of detail um, about the practice. I walk you through an actual tapping practice and you can um, access that free masterclass by visiting mindshiftwithlauren.com forward slash masterclass. Um, and yeah, there's all sorts. Of, I, I send out uh, emails every week with new tapping videos and those can be helpful, especially if you're new to the practice of learning where the points are, examples of what to say when you're tapping. But I will always like to I always like to share that if you are watching my tapping videos or anybody's tapping videos, really, there's two important things with tapping is that you are really tuning into how you are feeling and using the words that resonate with you. So sometimes when you're watching a video and the practitioner is using particular words, they don't necessarily, you know, hit right. They don't necessarily resonate with you. And if that's the case, pause the video and really try and come up with words that are meaningful to you, because that is when this work is really going to uh, be powerful for you. Because if you're saying things that don't really resonate, then it's not really going to work. Are there emotions that this works better with than other emotions? I'm thinking like in the in the in the framework of like grief. Mm -hmm. uh, can this help with that? Yeah, I do think it can help with that. So the idea with tapping is, like I've said, is, is this idea that we are holding space for how we're feeling. So if we're, if we're dealing with grief and, and deep sadness and you are, are, you know, maybe you just lost someone and you are devastated, right? So your grief might be on, a, on that scale of one to 10, it might be a 10. And so it's probably unlikely that in one tapping session, you can, you know, change that and go down to feeling like life is great and everything's wonderful, right? If you're feeling if you're feeling that deep grief, like that's where that's where you're at. And tapping allows you, it meets you there. And so maybe, you know, moving that this moving on that scale is thinking like, okay, I'm feeling really sad and this is this is really hard, but tomorrow's a new day. And maybe that's the better thought. But you're, it can definitely help to slowly begin to move that needle and really allow you to to sit with your emotions and, and be where you are. And if you're really sad like that, that's OK. You're allowed to have these feelings and um, and it's important to and it's important to acknowledge them and, and truly sit with them. And tapping can definitely help with that. And that is all you can ask for. Just yeah. a little bit, a little bit by little bit, because it takes it, a lot of these emotions that have been. You know, well, when you think about it, the emotions that you had with the dentist, that was 15 years old mm -hmm. and it, it went away in one session, but you can't always expect um, miracles to happen like that overnight. Right. Sometimes it takes time, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And I wouldn't say it was like gone forever. Right. But I will say I have not had a flare like that since that time, because now when I start to feel any sort of sensation in my in my jaw or in my neck. To me, that's an indicator. Okay, something else is going on and I need to take the time to figure out what that is, right? And it's usually stress. Stress is exacerbates it for me. And so it's like, okay, what am I feeling? What have I got going on? What am I thinking? And really taking the time to to tap through all of that. Well, that's that's really cool. By the way, we are going to run out of time here. and But I wanted to, to uh, give you the opportunity to really lay it out for our audience and tell them some, you know, give them some things and some tips that they can do to really get through this, the issues that they may have. So given that I'm going to step aside and say, Lauren, it's all yours. <laughs> yeah. I would say know that whatever you're feeling is okay. And that you're not alone and that 
it's okay to, it's okay to ask for help. Um, and I truly believe that we are, we are here to feel good and to, you know, move through our emotions and, um, and figuring out ways of, of doing that is important. And so whether, you know, tapping sounds like something of interest to you or not, I would just say, don't give up on the possibility of things shifting because things can change on a dime and to give your, give yourself the gift of exploring different modalities that have the potential of, of making you feel better. And so whether that is, you know, following a, what well, I'll call it a soul nudge or a soul tap to take a class or to read a particular book or to um, try some sort of new exercise, whatever it may be, listen to your intuition and, and go after it. <laughs> Give yourself that gift of exploring new things. And if tapping is one of those things that you're intrigued by, uh, I definitely encourage you to go check out the masterclass that I, that I talked about on, on my website, or, um, or even just, even if you just go on YouTube and you Google EFT and any particular, um, emotion that you're, that you're dealing with, something will pop up and give it a try, <laughs> give it a try. It can't hurt. There's no negative side effects to this. And, um, just keep, just keep swimming, right? Like the uh, Dory and Finding Nemo. <laughs> Just keep swimming. <laughs> you must have kids. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes, um, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense then. Um, no, and and uh, Amber says, uh, you know, that um, since to thank us for touching on grief because that yeah. is that is one of the that's one of the biggies. It is. And um, I feel you know everybody everybody if they can get through that. Uh, and anything that makes it a little easier is better mm -hmm. and so i i really appreciate you you are pretty you're pretty talented you're pretty you're pretty great would you come oh, back thank you yeah i would love to this has been this has been a lot of fun i i just i'm always so passionate about about talking about eft i do feel like it's it's slowly moving more into the mainstream but a lot of people are not familiar with with what it is and uh i teach lots of lots of workshops where we really get to experience it in your body. I can talk about it all day, but the real magic happens when you actually get to feel it in your own body. So I would encourage you to give it a try and um, and and find a video or come to come, come to one of my classes or any other class <laughs> that you can really get to experience it in in your body because it's it's powerful work that can really change your life it changed my life and i've been blessed to be able to see how it's changed my clients lives too and lauren you go to her website which is mindshiftwithlauren.com and you can get all the information remember a guy by the name of einstein said energy never dies it just changes form true a guy by the name of tesla says energy is forever and so just keep in mind that energy is an important aspect that is mostly forgotten by most people. They think it's a woo-woo thing. It's not. It's grounded in science. I guarantee you. Mm -hmm. And uh, so learn from it. Go talk to Lauren, and you'll get some answers to some of the issues that are going on with you. I want to thank you again for being here. You, you're, you're very special, and, uh, and you're here to help people, which is why you're on Positive Talk Radio. And by the way, everybody, 
be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you Wednesday at 4.